Welcome to the Write or Die show. I am your host, Randy Lee Boslaw. On today's episode, we're going to be talking to Lucia. Okay. Welcome, Lucia. So excited that you're finally on the show. Me too. I'm so happy that you invited me. <laughs> yes. So where are you located right now? I'm now in Bilbao in Spain. Yes. Because you've been to tons of different countries, right? Exactly. I I come from Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, but I lived in Bahrain, which is a country in Middle East. Also, you, um, United Emirates, which I lived in Dubai. Also, I get, went back to the US, then I lived in Germany and back to the US, and now I'm in Spain. Yeah, all over. I have to say I'm a little bit jealous because that is very exciting. I've only ever lived right here in Canada. Canada. (laughs) I love Canada. It's very nice, Um, but it is really cool that you've got to go to so many different places. Exactly. And this was my dream. You know, when I was a kid, my dream was to know the world. So I kept seeing uh my books and like pointing to the map and say oh I'm going to visit this place oh and that's this, awesome and yeah and my dream came true oh that's awesome I love it but you know how it started because I started working for American Airlines okay so I was working in the ticket account but I had the chance to travel so every weekend me and my, my friends and I, we were going to Miami or New York or other place, stay there like for the weekend and come back. Oh, that is so cool. I love it. And actually me and my husband, we were just talking about when COVID's over and we can travel, where do we want to go? <laughs> and I'm like, everywhere. Uh, it's like a dream. I think everybody's having these kind of plans now because- Oh yeah. We cannot do anything, yeah? Here in Bilbao, we cannot even leave the city. Like we have a city close by 10 minutes from here, but we cannot. Yeah. Yeah, but it's okay. Oh, well, at least least it's nice weather for you now, right? Like it's springtime. It's springtime. It's not, it's kind of chilly, it's too chilly, but it's okay. The trees are beautiful and you like you know that summer is coming so we feel like way better because mm-hmm. I don't like cold <laughs> I don't like I don't, me neither <laughs> I can't wait for the warmer weather actually this morning um when I was feeding my grandson breakfast we were looking out at the covered up pool because you know it's not it's not open yet and there were some ducks hanging out just poolside hanging out I'm like oh great the ducks are using the pool before I get to it was so funny uh so we know a little bit about you but tell us a little bit more about yourself Mm, let's see I'm physical therapist I'm married and I have a daughter she's 23 years old already she lives in the U.S. and also besides being a physical therapist I am, I am a writer. I published a trilogy, Zoe the Crab, last year. And by June, I am, I am going to be publishing my fourth book. 
Oh, nice. And I definitely want to listen to that. Are you doing audiobook again? Yes, also. I'm going to do audiobook and ebook and paperback. That's and it's awesome. for kids, of course. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. So I um, was very, very lucky to already have listened to Lucia's books. She sent me the links to listen to the Zoe the Crab. Yep, there it is. There's Zoe. Yeah. Um, and she picked like you picked a phenomenal narrator it really kept my attention it would definitely keep kids attention and the storyline is just so sweet so tell everybody a little bit about little old zoe yeah zoe is a little crab she lives uh on the beach with her family she lives by the beach with her mom her two teenage brothers and she is afraid of course of humans yeah all of them are but she's even more afraid and her dream is to walk forwards instead of walking sideways because she doesn't understand why crabs have to walk uh, sideways and then uh, she keeps trying but walking but she can't so one day her brothers invite her to go to another side of the beach and there they try to steal food from human and zoe has an accident and unfortunately she loses her claw yeah so she becomes a special needs crab and also uh everybody uh, like the uh, her brothers left the beach they ran away and she got lost and there because she's lost and she's trying to find her house she meets with meets with other animals a rabbit a snake and then is a surprise (laughs) the rabbit is my favorite character i have to say ned ned is very smart you know my favorite character besides um zoe is the snake Sophia. Yeah, Sophia is pretty cool too, but I don't know. I just, I really liked Ned. I don't know what it is. Um, and my favorite, I mean, I liked all three of them, but my favorite is probably the second one where the mysterious island that was. Oh, God, so good. Yeah. yeah. It's so. like it has a lot of fun things. Yeah. The, the, the dialogues are yeah. not like boring, like kids enjoy it. Yeah. And also, they go to Australia and many things happen because they go on a, a cruise. Yeah. And of course, it's funny because they have to hide from people. They yeah. start eating a lot. Yeah. Like everybody who <laughs> yeah. a cruise. So it's it's it was a, an amazing um, way to spend my time during quarantine and finally I could publish books because this was also a dream since I was a kid. I used to uh, prefer books over dolls. So yes, books were always my best friends. That's awesome. So I encourage everybody if, I mean, if you want to get the book at the book, but I really think if you, if you like to listen to stories, definitely get the, the audio book of it on audible. It's, it was just so well done. Really. I, I loved it. 
And what I really love about the story, and I mean, like I said, it's written for kids and I'm just a big kid is all it is. Um, so I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that the story is all about, like I said, Zoe, she's more scared than everybody else. So the story is all about overcoming fear. Exactly. She's overcoming her fears. Uh, in book three, understand why she is afraid of highs. She has some traumas because, yeah, when she was a baby, something happened. But you have to read number three to, to know or to learn what happened. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, when kids, they have a trauma when and nobody help because nobody knows what happens. Yeah. yeah. It can call, cause like that these kids have has problems forever so this That's is something that happened to zoe but zoe finally can solve her traumas yeah. her problems but it's yeah. not easy you know that's not easy i was reading your book and i definitely love your book and for me it works as a you know a book that is always by your side like yeah. next to you when you sleep sometimes I go and open when I think about something I have some some books that stay next close to me when I'm going to sleep yeah. and sometimes I'm thinking about a subject and I just go there open before sleeping and your book can help many people I oh, Thank you. Um, so, and I know that not just Zoe the crab has fear and fear is often associated with anxiety, but that is what you have dealt with. Yes. Um, when my daughter was, uh, when she was born, I, I find it out that I had a Hashimoto disease, which means that I had some tumors, benign tumors on my thyroid. So I had to go through a surgery and it, the, the absence of the hormone in the, ne in the uh, next months, during the months, yeah, I it's, had the surgery. So until you get adapted to the, the pure hormone, yeah what I mean is that the the pill hormone you have like you I started having panic attacks and I felt like I could not breathe and I felt like if I was going out with my daughter and she was a baby maybe I could faint and someone could steal her from me take her away That's a good feeling so, the feeling was terrible. And, and then I started going to a psychologist and she like started telling me, why do you feel this? I said, I don't know. And then we realized that it was due to hormones. You know, when you have hormonal issues, we, you or I, it became like crazy. It's something that we cannot control because I was thinking it was coming from my head, like com coming from my head, yeah. but it was not, it was physical. But there are many other problems that 
comes from our head and we need to be treated. In my case, the hormone replacement worked. And then I started feeling more confident and my panic decreased. And for a long time, I kept being treated. And I got to a point that my psychologist said, you don't need me anymore. But yes, but some cases, it's not only, uh, uh, how can I say, like, because you it, it missing like hormones, sometimes miss serotonin, yeah? Exactly. And it's a, a, it's a substance that's produced in your body. So if you don't have it, you have to su supplement. Exactly. That is such a good point is that, hormones, our body needs a certain level of them. And I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know these levels, but I know that we need them. And there is a wide variety of types of hormones, right? Um, we don't just have one hormone that's released. We have multiple. So if any of them are ever out of whack, that does some damage to our bodies, our minds, and just our overall health. Exactly. And uh, some people, they... It, it takes a while for them to find out about it. For example, women who are having uh, menopause, for example, the absence of estrogen causes the hot flashes. And people say, wow, women who are during menopause, they are crazy. Yes, sometimes they are, but it's missing because it's missing. Exactly. It's yeah. like... It's like adult puberty, really. Um, but think about, you know, when you're a teenager and you're going through puberty and your hormones are totally out of whack. Yeah. yeah, you might swing from a super happy to now I'm crying to now I'm mad to, you know, everything in between. And it's a hormone related issue, but we still have to be careful because even while you're trying to work through getting the right hormone levels or whatnot, you have to still take care of your mental health. Exactly, exactly. And it's so easy to, nowadays, because of food, because of many factors, it's easy to have a problem in and do not understand or do not know. Mm -hmm. I, it's, sometimes it's not identified quickly. I was feeling really tired, but I thought it was because of the baby, yeah, the whole situation. Yeah. You don't sleep. <laughs> you don't sleep. You have to breastfeed and you have to do other stuff. So in my my idea, I was it was okay. But then a friend of mine, she went to my house to visit my daughter, and then she saw what is this? So she saw some, you know, some small knots, and then I went to the oh. doctor. And, yeah. Well, thank goodness that your friend noticed then. Thank goodness, because I, I I didn't even have time to look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, with a new baby, you wouldn't. Yeah, and the doctor told me that maybe it was because of the change, the hormone changes I yeah. have during pregnancy mm -hmm. that triggered the problem. Yeah. Because nobody in my family has have this, nobody in my friend in my family has this problem. So I don't know from where it comes. My my maybe yeah, we never know. We never yeah, know. So, sometimes things are genetic, and sometimes they're just 
something that happened and we don't really have an actual answer to it. Exactly. So what are some, like, and I know that you went and got the hormone replacement therapy and that's really what helped to solve the problem. But in the meantime, what are some coping skills that you picked up to try and help yourself with it? Actually, I went to the doctor and he prescribed some medication like anxiolytics. And I started the, like painting. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I started painting like when my daughter was around six months. And like, after, like painting made me feel calmer. Yeah. And then after I started painting, I also started writing because I moved to Bahrain. And there I started writing for a website and also some magazine about healthcare, about, you know, healthcare, yeah. physical therapy and this stuff. And then I just find out that uh, it's, this was what I love to do, painting and also writing. Yeah. It, like writing, it makes me feel really relaxed because I'm... Yeah, I, I'm like my thoughts are all here and I stop thinking about myself, the problems outside. Yeah, yeah exactly. Here. Yeah, I focus here. And also when I paint, I'm so focused on the paintings that yes. I forget and I don't feel. <laughs> yes, exactly. I totally yeah. agree with you on that. Um, I definitely have painted a few times. I don't hang my paintings on the wall. I can't. <laughs> Very good. Um, I am not a painter. I'm definitely okay. stick to writing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and podcasting and hosting the show because wow, this is amazing that you started this podcast. Thank you. Um, but yeah, art's not so much my thing, which is hilarious because my youngest is all about the art. I don't if my I brother have. is really really good at art it just uh-huh. it skipped me and went to my kid and I, I didn't get that ability <laughs> um, I think you should try to start painting again when you have time because now you, I think you are super busy I don't have yeah. more time <laughs> yeah um so what would you tell somebody who's listening right now and going through their own kind of panic attacks trying to figure out what the heck to do what would you tell them I would tell them to look for help, you know, but the right help, because I'll tell you, uh, my ex-husband was always telling me, go to the mall and buy something, buy clothes, and you feel happy. He couldn't understand that I was really feeling really bad you know what happened one day i felt like i was drowning with the air i could not breathe it was i was feeling like i was drowning and i was so scared and then i went to the hospital many many times i went to the hospital and i arrived there they checked my blood pressure and was everything fine sometimes it was a little bit higher than the normal because when you get anxious yeah you oh exactly yeah yeah but like look for the right help if someone tells you ah this is nothing no 
go talk to a friend, talk to a specialist, but please don't get silenced. Don't think this is nothing because it is. And it's progressive. If today, for example, if today you don't have help, this is like it starts growing, 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 and you you get to a point that like it will be even more difficult for you to move, yeah, by yourself. Yeah. So look for help. And yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say that is great advice. That's all I was gonna say. It's super important. Some kids, like kids, have more problems to talk about it than us. I believe so. Of course, it depends on the kids. Yeah. But kids, sometimes they keep things inside because yeah. they don't want the mother or the parents get worried or they don't feel comfortable about talking to people. So that's why it's very important to observe the kids and to, to go to the school, check everything. Don't just rely on you, what do you think? Yeah. Go and check and try always to talk to the kids because I used to work with kids. I was uh, working with neurology and kids with uh, special needs, with cerebral palsy, autistic kids. And sometimes they brought their siblings came and talked to me that they were being bullied because of their siblings. Can yeah. you imagine? Wow. And I said, did you talk to your mom? And said, no, I, it's okay. I don't want my mom get sad or upset. Yeah. I, and then I, I talked to the mother because they were there. They know me. We were like, I was treating their broad siblings and they were there also yeah. enjoying the session, but uh, it's very serious. That's a really good point is people, when people don't understand something, they tease, they make fun of it. And that can ripple from, you know, it's your sibling, like you were talking about, but now you're being associated. And most people tend to love their siblings, right? So that can be heartbreaking to hear somebody making fun of your sibling and then they're making fun of you because of your sibling. And, you know, it's family. You, you love them. You grow up with them. So that's a very difficult. It's difficult. It's difficult. But yeah, so look for specialists is the best thing. Yeah. Best advice I can give. That's great advice. So a couple key points that I want to talk about a little bit more is the first one where you said that your ex-husband used to say, oh, just go to the mall, go shopping. It's fine. Okay. Well, first off, you were having panic attacks with leaving the house. So how do you leave the house to go shopping? That in and of itself doesn't make sense. But then on the flip side, for somebody who's maybe dealing with, um, depression or bipolar or a different kind of mental health where leaving the house isn't the issue. If you start going and you're solving your problem by buying things, you could end up in debt because going and spending money makes me feel better. So I'm just going to go keep doing it. And you can get a shopping addiction. Of course, this was the worst advice ever. Yeah. 
No, actually, uh, the shop, shopping mall was very close to my house. And they said, oh, go to, go to with your friends, blah, blah. It's like ignorance. I think people have to be more, you know, to care more about other people. You cannot yeah. just say, go to the mall, go to eat. So we start developing other kind of other kinds of uh, uh, problems. Yeah, yeah, because I would have that, then I would start uh, solving my problems with food or with drinking or whatever. Yeah, I think many people start having these kinds of problems because of, you know, uh, it means I think sometimes people are not sensible for with this with the, the others' problems. I, I I don't know. I really try to understand. <laughs> yeah it's it's hard because you you want to help but really the best thing you can do sometimes is just stay with the person and go yeah that sucks like you don't have to solve the problem for them that's not your job as a friend or a family member your job is to sit with them tell them you know I got your back I get it let's you know you're having trouble going out the house that's fine but maybe let's find a psychologist a therapist whoever to go and talk to and work it out that's mm-hmm. the best thing that you can do for the person. Okay. Not go and get yourself into debt because yeah, if, if you go shopping and that makes you feel better, then you're going to do it the next time, the next time and the next time. And it, that's a bad coping skill. It's a bad coping skill. You're completely right. So the other point that I wanted to mention is you talked about making sure you talk to your kids. And that is so important because not only is from the things that you said about them not wanting to upset mom or dad or whatever is they might think that what they're feeling is normal because they don't know anything different. So I know when I was younger and starting to experience depression, I didn't know that other people didn't feel that way. I just assumed everybody felt the same way because they didn't know. Right. So why would I talk about something that I just thought was a normal part of life? So you got to have that open communication with the kids to let them know, you know, hey, I noticed that, I don't know, I noticed that you used to like going to dance class and now you're not. What's up with that? Right. Uh And taking note of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I agree completely with you. That's what happened and what happens. And kids, they, they think that sometimes what they are feeling is what the other are feeling and then they don't talk they think it's normal but it's not it's so important to observe the kids yeah nowadays with internet and all the social media lot we need to be extremely careful and keep an eye on them (laughs) yeah so that is wonderful thank you so much for sharing so where can we find your book my books are on Amazon, they are on Barnes and Nobles, they are Books a Million, and if you type Zoe the Crab, you will find it everywhere, okay? So it's easy, and I also have a version in Spanish and Portuguese, so there is no excuse for the not read Zoe the Crab, and yeah. there are three books, it's a trilogy, and- Read them in order. read them in order because her story develops over book one lost on the beach uh book two mystery island 
entry is the rescue mission. And also they are on Audible, Audiobook, eBooks, and paperback. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, after I had finished listening to it, I told my aunt about it. I was like, we well, got to get it for your granddaughter. So she got a, a paperback for, for her granddaughter, which is awesome. Um, and the kids also can draw, uh, paint because it's black and white and the kids usually go and paint and it's for kids like six over. And I say that it is from six to 60 years old or six to 80 because it's- yeah, I love it. So there you yeah, go. it's for the whole family. It really is. And where can people follow you, Lucia? Yes, my website is www.luciamatuonto, M-A-T-U-O-N-T-O, at gmail.com. And my Instagram is Lucia Matuonto Author. And also I am on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. So <laughs> you can find me online. All over the place. And we will have those links down in the description below so be sure to um, follow lucia i already follow you so there you go thank you, <laughs> thank you so very much for being on the show i know it's late for you right what time is it for you right now and now is i think 10 30 in spain it's already dark here yeah yeah but i was so excited to talk to you and i don't even know if i can sleep now because i <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Thank you. Well, I hope that you can calm down enough so that you can get some sleep. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. What an awesome interview. And she stayed up so super late. I mean, I love interviews and stuff, but I don't know. I, I like my sleep. That would be past my bedtime. So thank you again, Lucia, for staying up late and doing the interview with me so that we can get your message across. And of course, hit her up with those links in the description below. Give her a follow if you want to check out her books. Again, the links are down below. Be sure to do that. As well, to help with the show, if you want to help promote us here, hit that like and subscribe button. Share the videos. We got to spread the message out. We do have a Patreon page if you would like to support through that way. We also have a merch store, so be sure to give that a check and see if there's anything there that interests you. 10% of the proceeds on all sales through the merch store will be going to the Canadian Mental Health Association. And remember that the only way to end the stigma with mental health is to speak openly and honestly. Bye!